podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is a View from the Bridge official podcast of the Belfast Giants for KingdomoftheGiants.com. Today is Wednesday the 3rd of April 2019. My name is Patrick Smith. Your Belfast Giants are the elite ice hockey league champions for 2018-19. And with four wins and 25 goals in the last seven days for the Giants of the Steelers, the Blaze, the Flyers, the Stars and the subsequent defeat for the Cardiff Devils at the hands of the Coventry Blaze. The Giants finished the top of the AHL and collect their fifth league title in their club's history. And what a week it was for Giants fans. Filled with emotion, excitement, anticipation, nerves, disbelief and elation. But isn't that the very reason we follow the sport in the first place? Chad Boxel's been an unsung hero. How about a goal for the man that's done everything asked of him by Adam Keith this season? So we've got a fight now, and it's Noble. Noble is eating some right hand from Boxel. Well, Boxel's got a goal, and now he's going after Noble. And now shorthanded chance. Oh, showtime! Are you kidding me? A hat trick for Dwyer, and he finishes off the Hattie with a shorthanded tally. I used to Along to Belfast, the SSA Arena. Elite League action between the Stanley and Belfast Giants and the Five Flyers. The Giants crucially have to win both tonight and tomorrow to have any chance to win the league. He's a man come off the bench, looking for a tip in front. A second opportunity! A quick goal for the Giants! 43 seconds in! Darcy Murphy with a lovely move, gets it through the blue paint, and Patrick Dwyer puts it home, he's not going to have an easier goal this season. The ball, ball with a shot, ball with a hat-trick, great finish from Kyle Bourne. Drop past her, shot coming in, what a finish, Darcy Murphy, 52 seconds on the clock. As we approach... The 19th minute mark, the Giants fans rise to their feet to show their appreciation for Colin Shields. There is only one Colin Shields, and there will never be another Belfast Giants number 19. Stretch passed over Darcy Murphy. He's already scored for a difficult goal, and he gets the second. The Giants 4-3 ahead on a big shot. From Darcy Murphy. Two trophies in the bag already, Misty. The league trophies, as I said, it's in the hands of the Cardiff Devils as it stands right now. We'll know this time tomorrow night the outcome of that league title. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sky Dome Arena here in Coventry. If you're just joining us, you're right on time. Tonight, the Cardiff Devils need a point and they will be crowned champions once again. The Blazers are going to have the first power play of the night. Oh no, they're oh. not. They've 
scored! A delayed penalty goal for Innesman! And oh my goodness gracious me, that's put the cat amongst the pigeons! Sends one from Clement. Oh, he scores! David Clements on the one-timer! I don't think he got all of it low, but the precision on the shot beats bounds, and Coventry have got a two-goal lead. The net is empty. Loose puck on the place, we've got it. It's late with the net empty. And Lake has scored. And well. we see very well that he's handed the title to the Giants. One night in Coventry. The Cardiff Devils needed a point to three Pete. And the home team said no. And the Belfast Giants have won the 2018-2019 EIHL regular season. Right, let's start by introducing the panel. Mr. David Majemsi, you called me soon after the final buzzer between the Blaze and the Devils. One very happy man. Yeah, it was a bit emotional, Paddy, wasn't it? Like uh, I've had worse weekends, for sure. <laughs> and also joining this, a man who was on the radio the next morning, it is Belfast Giants superfan, Mr. Simon Kitchen. How are you, man? I'm fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and a man who got so excited at the weekend he lost his phone. You got it back, Joel? I have got my phone back, but I would like to announce that it is five to nine on Tuesday night, and I am still hungover. Still, still. No, no shout out to Robert the Hungarian. Let's let's give let's give it up big time for Robert the Hungarian Uber driver who. Hey, whoa, whoa, back up here! <laughs> uh, 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 I knew that was coming, and in my defense, I. I know, Trevor. <laughs> Travel three, I get it. Unfortunately, wait, wait time, ninety nine minutes. I was like, well, you know, <clears throat> what's a boy to do at three in the morning? Do you not have like a VIP account like the rest of us? I'm yeah! not as <laughs> not as big a deal as the, no, you make well, it out to be. No, you know. He hasn't asked yet, but he hasn't asked. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Simon? <laughs> it's going to be a good one, boys. <laughs> Before we get stuck in, lads, I just want to give a big shout out to everybody who turned up in McCool's Bar on Friday night. We had another massive crowd and we had a great night. We called up Sheds, we called up Boxy. Curtis Leonard came up and joined us. Actually, on the back of that, he's got himself a song from Boomerang Corner. He did ask for one on stage and now he has one. And uh, Davey, you also got to join us despite not being there in person. Uh, it, was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was really, really glad to be able to just join in for a little bit, even for you know, like a bit of a going away show for Sheds, and then Johnny Boxwell sort of sat down on top of me. <laughs> that was some hat, wasn't it, Dessis? Uh, he loves it, like P.K. Subban. Uh, look, I like competition, but uh, he, he uh, boxes, boxing does like his lids. I actually have a few clips from the show, which I might I might slot in here. If they slot in here, they go in here. If they don't, they don't. But Joel, you a good time? 
Absolutely brilliant, man. I'm never never cease to be amazed by just the the support that we get um, on a Friday evening, kind of post game. People sticking around whenever they have, or drive in or whatever else. Bar's always packed, and everybody's always really up for a good time, no matter what's going on. So always just really appreciative of that, and it's always a, a brilliant bit of crack to see you boys. And, and sorely missed Davy. The screen wasn't just quite the same as having the brigadier mm. there beside you. <laughs> Yes, thanks a big thank you to everybody who showed up. Big thank you to Matt MacGyver for doing the, the setup for the for the sound and allowed us to be able to deport Davy into the show and uh, and just the, the setup McCools and, and Brooksy and Glover and all the guys behind it. Big thanks to them, but also a big thanks to you guys for coming out and joining us. Right, let's get stuck into the stuff that people actually want to hear, and we'll look <laughs> back very very briefly over the three games that took place and maybe have a quick look at one or two plays that didn't involve the Giants. Uh, on Wednesday night last live on Free Sports, the Belfast Giants took a 7-2 win over the Coventry Blaze. Patrick Dwyer with a first period hat-trick. Goals of oh, 5 here. Let me throw a stat in. Don't even do the stat man music. Go on. Tenth, hat, tenth hat-trick of the season. I, I, I haven't checked, but it could be a record. Uh, not, for, not for Dwyer, just overall. Overall, 10... ten Different hat tricks through the season. I think it's phenomenal. I would be. I would. Does that include? Does that include the Bond one on Saturday, on Friday? Sorry, Friday. We're talking about Wednesday. Oh, so okay. Whenever, whenever you talk on Friday, I'll go. Here, here, here's the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just wait. Right, right. Pretend I never mentioned it, and we'll batter ahead. Okay. Wow, Davy, okay. ten hat tricks. <laughs> I, I, I think it could be a record. I haven't checked, but it will while you're talking. Right, you have a check. You have a check. Patrick Dwyer with a goal, 541 in the first and 916 in the first. Jonathan Boxhill with a backhanded finish on 1332 in the first period, all even strength. And then Patrick Dwyer rounds out the 10th hat trick of the Giants season as Davies checking <laughs> right now with a shorthanded effort, 45 seconds before the end of the first. The Giants are off to a flyer at 4-0. Jonathan Furland makes it 5-0 early in the second period before the Giants are pegged back by two goals from the Coventry Blaze. Alex Nickerfork uh, towards the end of the second period and then Ben Lick early in the third makes it 5-2. But the Giants came at it. Darcy Murphy made it 6-2 and Colin Shields just a day after announcing his retirement from the game, makes it 7-2. With regards to goalkeepers, Matt Hackett couldn't hack it. He was 21 minutes and 17 seconds before he was gone from the game. He had nine saves off 14 shots. Jonathan Headley played a majority of the game, had nine saves off 10 shots. The win went to Tyler besker Owani, 26 saves off 28 shots. Your referees that night were Tom Darnell and Tom Perring. We'll go ahead and we'll look at the game against the Fife Flyers on Friday night and what a thumping that was for the Flyers. A 7-0 home victory for the Belfast Giants. Kyle Bond with the opening goal only 43 seconds into the game. Kevin Rain made it 2-0 a little over a minute or two, nearly two minutes into the second period. Kyle Bond on the power play in the start of the third made it 3-0. Lewis Hook made it 4-0 unassisted. Patrick Dwyer made it 5-0, 12-24 into the third. Darcy Murphy made it 6-0, 15-50 into the third. And even strength goal from Kyle Bond. His hat-trick goal made it six at 16.39, made it 7-0. That's another hat-trick for the Belfast Giants. 11 for the season, Paddy. No way, mate. Is that a record? It, it could well be. The, I only have the stats going up until the 2000 and... 
eleven twelve season. I haven't done the seasons in between. Don't have that those that information yet. From I took over from Hammer that he didn't give me that information. But certainly the last three seasons that I've been recording or four seasons I've been recording, um, it's the most hat tricks. And Kyle Bond's third of the season. Of course, he had four goals in one game earlier in the season, but um, it was an eight one win over the Cardiff Devils. Of course, it had to do it somehow. <laughs> The, uh, your, your goalkeeper is Tyler Beskarani with the win. 17 saves off 17 shots. That is the shutout for him. Shane Owen at the other side. He didn't last the full game. Becomes the second goalkeeper to retire in two games against the Belfast Giants. 44 minutes. He played 37 shots. Oh, sorry, 37 saves on 40 shots. Andrew Little comes in. Eight saves off 12 shots. And your, your referees were Stefan Hogarth and Chris Wells. We keep going on with these stats because I just want to get through them all. Belfast Giants took on the Dundee Stars for the last regular home game of the season, and they took a 6-4 victory. But it's never straightforward, is it, when you play an Omar Pasha side? Certainly not for the Belfast Giants, despite the fact that Darcy Murphy scores 52 seconds into the game to make it 1-0. And eight seconds later, as you heard earlier, the Belfast Giants fans were on their feet with 19, 19 minutes left in that period to salute Colin Shields. Uh, Dundee Stars made it 1-1 through Charles Corcoran still in the first period. Jonathan Boxall with another goal made it 2-1 to the Giants. And Kyle Bond made it 3-1 still in the first period. But before that period is out, the Dundee Stars pegged the Giants back. Mark McQuad, sorry, Matt McQuand and Jordan Cowney made it 3-3. Into the second period, Darcy Murphy made it 4-3 before Kirkland got his second of the game to make it 4-4. Into the third period, Patrick Dwyer made it 5-4 and on the power play empty netted, Kyle Bond made it 6-4 to the Giants. 92 points for the Belfast Giants on the table. Tyler Beskarani with the win, 26 saves off 30 shots. Pontus Sorgan, 46 saves off 51 shots. Your referees that night were Stefan Hogarth and Chris Wells. We knew what the situation was because over in Cardiff, the Cardiff Devils had absolutely hammered the Milton Keynes Lightning, something like 9-0. I've not even looked. I knew that, I know they I know they hammered them. <laughs> what <laughs> media, what they required was one point from the game in the Sky Dome against the Coventry Blaze. And you'd be hard-pushed to find any Belfast Giants fans who deep in their heart believed that that was going to be anything but a formality for the Cardiff Devils. The Coventry Blaze at that point had already qualified in eighth place. They had tied it up and they had very little to play for because their position could not move. What they did have to play for was pride. They did not want to see the Cardiff Devils take the title on their ice. And... They didn't. A 3-1 win for the Coventry Blaze. Nikolai Brinisveen, I can't say his name. Brinisveen? Brinisveen. Brinisveen, thanks, says. David Clements and Ben Lake with the three goals. Ben Lake with an empty netter. Sam Duggan with a goal for the Cardiff Devils. Wasn't enough. And it crowned the Belfast Giants as the Elite League Champions for 2018-19. Looking at the table, the, the Giants and the Devils are level at the top on 92 points, but the Belfast Giants win the league 
on regulation games won, and it is only by one. 39 regulation games won for the Belfast Giants, 38 regulation games run for the Cardiff Devils. The tightest of margins has given your Belfast Giants the fifth league title in the club's history. Now, before we get a views of the lads, here's a number of the interviews from your elite league champions that Sis got to take on the night of the championship at the Crown Plaza. I just got the tail end of that as well. Mr. Beskarwani. Um, well, that's not going on there, is it? Yes, it is, absolutely. Okay, all right, well, we'll start. All right, Tyler, I'm getting shouted at by your Malerno for calling you Besco. So it's, it's got to be Tyler. Um, oh, who's Tyler? Elite League champion. No Tyler. Challenge Cup champions. It's Besco. Besco's perfect. Besco's that's elite, good. Elite League champion. Elite League champion. How's it feel? Uh, honestly, I don't think it's that it's kicked in yet. Um, you know, to be here tonight um, with this group of guys, with this this group of people, these fan base, you know, uh, to win this trophy with everybody, it's been you know it's been quite a quite a night, quite a situation that I didn't think I'd ever be in. You know, be here, trophy's not here, and yet we're we're celebrating with everybody. It's it's just amazing, amazing night. You come into uh, the Crime Plaza tonight uh, in the middle of the game, uh, Coventry versus Cardiff. Um, were you refreshing your phone? What were you doing? <laughs> I was on my phone. My phone's dead right now because I've been refreshing <laughs> it all day. Um, ever since Rouse told me the game had started, I've been refreshing it. So, uh, no, it's been uh, a roller coaster of a day. I didn't expect this to happen at all, you know. Uh, Cardiff have an amazing team over there, and, and to you know for for Coventry to come in and do what they did tonight, uh, you know, hats off to them. It's not easy to show up on on a day where it really doesn't mean anything for you. Uh, they can move up, they can move down, and yet show up and beat the you know the, the I guess second place team in in a game that means so much to them. It's I guess it hats off to Coventry. You know, looking back for the August when you came in the Belfast, um, yes, everybody wants to win. Um, three trophies so far. Still another one up for grabs. Um, you picked up a few personal accolades tonight. I know all the hockey players, it's all about the fans and the teammates and, and basically put that effort into it. But I think it goes to show how much the fans here and your teammates appreciate it. For sure. Uh, to win the trophies that I did tonight, uh, you know, the meaning behind them, I think that goes, that goes so far where... Uh, you know the 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 players' choice. I think that was a big one for me to to come into a room that I haven't been in ever and to have the impact that I did with this this group of guys. Um, you know, it, it was it was big for me, and it, you know, to to be able to have that impact, it was uh, you know, it, it meant so much to me. I've seen you busting out a move on Friday night when uh, you had nothing really much to do against Fife. Um, uh, I can't remember what the song was. <laughs> I can't remember what it was either. Um, no, I, you know what? Hockey is supposed to be fun. It doesn't matter what situation you're in, what what position you're in. If you're not having fun playing hockey, then you shouldn't be playing. I, I think that goes with life, you know, and and your your work, your career, your jobs. If if you're not having fun doing it, then you shouldn't be doing it, right? So, I, I'm I have the luxury and the you know I'm I'm fortunate enough to have a career where it's been my passion since I was young and to be able to do that and have fun at the same time you know it's uh, I couldn't ask for anything more you've got one more trophy up for grabs potentially four more games in your season you fancy another bit of silver might as well add another one to the, the trophy case while we're here right 
Um, it's going to be tough. I think uh, there's a lot of teams that, that are they're hungry for this one. You know, they may have been sitting back a little bit the last few days for or a few weeks for for this trophy, and and Cardiff's going to be hungry coming into the the playoff weekend. You know, they don't want they don't want to get they won't want to give us that that uh, I guess you can call it the four trophies of the season. So uh, it, it won't be easy. Don't get me wrong, but we definitely have the team here to do it, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Besco, elite league champion. Congratulations, man. Thank you, Jonathan Ferland. Um, Second season in Belfast, your fourth trophy, um, two Challenge Cups. Um, you've picked up the uh, Earhart Trophy and obviously Nile League League champion. Um, it's been, it hasn't been too bad for you for two seasons, has it? Been a good run so far, I guess. Eh? You just, uh, like I always say, you you play, the reason why you play hockey is to win. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter what you say, when you start playing, you play because you love the game, but when you start being a pro, when you my age, you keep playing because you want to win and you want to be a part of a team that you have a chance to win. And uh, when I uh, came to uh, the Elite League, uh, everyone was telling me about Belfast, that they had the, 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 the management, the fan base, and the, they were trying to win every year. And that's one of the reasons why I came here. It was just the main... The, the, the feeling of winning and I knew from talking to all players here that I would get that chance again and in two years we've been uh, successful and uh, now we have a chance for one last one and uh, I want to be part of it as well and you want to be you want to be excited to make it a perfect season almost and uh, I mean it's been unbelievable uh, the way we the way the way we gel together as a group as a with the from day one, you can you can you have that feeling when you start a season though that you have a special group, and I think everyone did this year when we started the year. We we knew we had a special group, but doesn't mean you win when you have a special group. But I think when everyone in in a group understand they have to put the effort, they have to show up and work every day for a couple hours and make sure they get they they they're focused on the, what they're doing. And uh, we had that. We had the people, the players that were. Uh, were uh, knew what they had to do and show up every day, and that's why we we we're successful right now. This balcony's getting more and more like a crash. We'll try and throw one more question at you. Winning a championship um, on the ice is, is something. Doing it in the bar with the reliability on another team, which you have no control over whatsoever. I'm sure it was made all the sweeter with being here with your teammates. I mean, it was uh, it was different. That's for sure. Like you don't you don't expect. Uh, something like that to happen when you play hockey it's a the format here in the league is different but i mean uh, we did our job all year and uh, when you have a chance to win after your last game it's mean you it, it does mean that you played well and you performed and uh, yeah it was a different feeling that's for sure but it was a great feeling to win this is once uh, once uh, once again when you win it's always the the ultimate goal when you play and uh, being uh, everyone together and we have the fans with us and as well it was uh, it was a uh, it was a special uh, special thing that we will uh, remember remember that's for sure Mark Garside ice yeah. hockey player from Dundee sorry East Kilbride I don't know what to say after your Dundee comment to be honest with you it's, do you know what they actually shout in Dundee and I told the guys this at the start of the year I was like I remember the first game that Dundee were in the elite league and Murph was in there, and the crowd went, Stephen, come home. 
<laughs> They've done that again this year. It was brilliant. <laughs> Elite League champion 2018-19. Oh. Um, must feel good to, to have to do it without having to put any effort into it tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, the last time we won the league, it was pretty much the same thing. We were sitting having beers. Where? <laughs> in Nottingham. <laughs> and Hooters! Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the uh, result came in that we wanted, and we celebrated like a bunch of ice hockey players do. <laughs> as, as you do. As you do. Uh, you know, it's been a long, long season. Um, I've said it to a couple of guys already. The cream always rises to the top, and, and uh, you deserve to be exactly where you are. We do. I mean, I think us and Cardiff have both been... I mean, obviously it shows in the, elite, in the, in the league, you know, we're, we're 20 points ahead in the next team. And um, fortunately we've come out on top, you know, right at, right at the end, just pipped them. But, uh, you know, it's a great feeling and it's, it's fantastic for the boys. Adam Keith, head coach of the Elite League Champions, is just coming in to join us here now as well. It's getting more like a, a crash out here, but we'll, we'll try and carry on. Adam, um, you know, we heard you on stage there being obviously very complimented about your, your, your guys that you've selected this year, but it's been a phenomenal effort to, to end up picking up that trophy, which you will do this week. Yeah, it's amazing. I think that, I think, you know, Mark obviously beside me, he's won it before and he understands what it means uh, to win it and what it takes. Uh, a lot of guys, and that's one of the biggest knock on, on imports and um, import coaches and everybody alike, uh, it's not understanding how tough and, and, and what it takes to win a league title because it's, uh, it's an eight-month process of dedication and, and commitment. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'd be lying if I didn't say throughout the year there's times where I don't know if we got it, I don't know if we got it. But, uh, you know, you pick it up, back up, the next weekend and you keep going you keep going and uh you look at the result last night uh dundee made us work for everything we got and uh it wasn't our best performance but the guys found a way to get the job done and and uh you just think about that result right now and uh what it means company players won last night they qualified for the playoffs technically they didn't have to congratulations michael Barr, bringing the pints over good lad um the uh you know the, the company players uh in all fairness going into their own rink nobody wants to see another team pick up a trophy in their ice rink and they, they did a fantastic job here tonight i mean i i don't have enough positive words to say about uh danny stewart and uh andy bucks and, and the coventry blaze right now because if you look at their situation winning last night i thought that was the absolute worst outcome for us as an organization when you when you really think about it and uh think about the fact that uh they are two and three against the cardiff devils three and three after tonight um why wouldn't you want to play with the Cardiff Devils and and uh, why wouldn't you want to rest a few players and get ready for playoffs? But uh, you know, that's when you really count on. I said that to you know Steve asked me earlier in the day, what do you think they're going to do? How they're going to play? And I said we really got to hope that their competitiveness and their will to win and their will to not allow another team, especially Cardiff, uh, with their rivalry, uh, celebrate in their building. That shines through and. Um, it did obviously tonight, and that's uh, that's important because you never want to see a team get handed a championship because a few teams mailed it in and and let, allowed that. And um, you know, so we're very thankful to the Coventry Blaze organization for for competing right to the final buzzer, even though they didn't have to. And uh, that's important for the league, I think, and uh, obviously helped us in tonight. Uh, that being said, and that now we have to face them, and we have to prepare to beat a team that's extremely confident, obviously, with the last two victories they picked up. 
doesn't matter what happened on Wednesday. That was an off night. Anytime you lose uh, by the margin uh, that they lost on Wednesday night, it's an off night for them, and uh, I think they understand that, and I think we understand that as well, and we have to prepare for the absolute best side that we're going to face on Saturday and Sunday, which is the Coventry Blaze that obviously played tonight and last night, and uh, that's, the, that's the team we'll prepare for. Gary, you played with this guy, Stan Osiris, for six or seven years, seven years. You've got him as a head coach now for the last two. How's that the relationship changed for you? Um, I mean, obviously when he when he became the coach, we, I mean <clears throat> we were friends before that, line mates, and I think for guys that have been here before, that you know we played the key for him, we knew what he'd done as a captain, and he was out there, you know, dropping the gloves with guys and going out there full checking as he did, and always working hard. We, we we know what he expects, you know. That was the type of player he is, and the type of coach he demands that we we work hardest. All the time, and I think that's something that's shined through this year with this team. And you know, sometimes guys, you know, in games we haven't really had it in terms of maybe sort of conviction. Sometimes, but we're always working hard. I think guys are never not trying to get our best, and that's that's something that keeps us things uh, really put into our team this season. If you get three words to describe your season so far, what would you say? Mate, that's that's putting me on spot there, isn't it? John. <laughs> yeah, league. Challenge league. No, uh, you, you're going to get the same press. <laughs> well, Keith said, "Gone in the blanks, ice hockey champions." <laughs> Adam, I, um, obviously, you're going to have a couple of days off um, and then get ready for for work again against the Coventry Blaze this weekend. Um, there's no point in me sitting trying to keep on talking the rest of the week. I want to enjoy your rest of the night. Congratulations, Elite League champion. Thanks, Simon. Appreciate it, and you've been amazing all year as well. So, big ups to you guys and the view from the bridge. You guys, we really appreciate everything you guys do. The number one podcast in the league, league of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're trying to grow that. You know, we got to grow that. It's all about the brand. It's all about hey, the brand. Next time it'll be Europe. We're going to talk. Well, I'm sure we'll find something to talk about, mate. Um, uh, it's been a, an emotional week for you, um, and a game which meant. Your whole season uh, for a league campaign, which you couldn't impact in any way, shape, or form, and you become a league champion. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's been a pretty crazy week, just everything that's been going on, and uh, with the three games and with the retirement announcement, and uh, you know, it was one of those things where we're just trying to pick a good spot to to make it, and uh, you know, it turns out tonight. You know, things go in our favour and, and we're sitting here Elite League champion Sunday night uh, with our awards night. So, it's, I mean, things could have fallen into place any better for, for us as a group and I'm just really proud for the guys. It's been a, a really a great season from top to bottom, but an up and down season. It's not been smooth, uh, but I thought everyone stuck together through some injuries and through some battles and uh, a long road trip before Christmas and, uh, you know, the guys have really stuck together and I thought uh, we really deserve this right now. 11 points behind the Cardiff Devils after losing a doubleheader in Cardiff at the end of January. The guys didn't give up hope. They put it back. And, you know, it's been a real battle with the Cardiff Devils all year. But, you know, the table doesn't lie. The cream rises to the top. And uh, you're elite league champions. Yeah, I mean, it is a, it's, it's a full, you know, 50 or 60 games. It was obviously this year 60 games. And, um, you know, you got to keep battling right to the end and make the other team force them into positions and make them win games. And, uh, you know, as you said, it's an unbelievable feeling right now to... To, you know, pick this up and you know my last last few weeks as a giant, and uh, it's definitely an emotional weekend. And you know, I'll be looking forward to enjoying this for a couple of days and then getting back at it to get ready for the playoffs. Playoffs start next Saturday. Uh, you'll be playing the Coventry Blaze. Um, you know, they've 
we've had their number this season. Um, they're certainly not going to be any favours from our side after a big favour from theirs this week. But they're certainly going to be a stiff opposition uh, over the two games. Yeah, of course. I mean, they just knocked off the you know two-time elite league champions going into the final game to you know you know let us uh, you know win. But I thought uh, you know they played us hard all season. They gave us tough games, especially uh, that doubleheader at home there. You know, a few weeks ago. So it's going to be a tough series, and you know, when it gets down to that two-game aggregate, anything can happen. And you know, we're just looking forward to enjoying this right now, and then we'll focus on coverage for next weekend. Okay, that's the boys. Let's look at the games, Mister David McJamesy. Where would you want to start? Coventry five for Dundee. Why not just go straight to Sunday? Look, the games were <laughs> honestly the games now seem to have just a, such a rank on importance as important as they were at the time. It was about winning Wednesday. It was about moving on and winning Friday. And then we struggled a wee bit to get over the line on Saturday, but we did what we had to do. We set a target. We weren't, you know, you have to have a little bit of belief in you, but I don't think anyone could have believed the sequence of events that happened over the last, you know, seven days. The the Crinus champions, you know, last week we went into Coventry. Real top professional performance came out, foot in the throat, best foot for whatever Neil Russellism you want to use, you know, we went there and really did a job on them. Yes, they creep back into the game a wee bit, but we closed it out really well. Paddy Dwyer, hat-trick, what can you say? The guy has been absolutely superb all season long, but, you know, I just think as a combination of the three games, really professional performance from the Giants, yeah, we didn't play for 180 minutes, but we damn near did. Damn, damn well nearly did. Says between the three games, Coventry and Fife, more, were, were more dominant Belfast Giants performance, we always have problems with the more passionate sides. I said this in the webcast on uh, Saturday night, Paddy, every team that he's ever coached out Hull, Manchester and, and Dundee, we've always had uh, challenges with them. He's, Dundee came into Belfast on Saturday night with the only winning record against us this year. Um, they play in, in the league, that is. So uh, played five games up until Saturday night. They had won three of them and we had won the two. Um, so coming out on level terms and getting 500 against uh, the Dundee Stars who finished the league and I'll try a 10th place and I, that's the bit for me that I'm actually struggling with because they are a really good team and when they get going they're a tough team to, to break down they get good goaltending um, and I was really surprised and we all get on really well with Pash so it was disappointing not to see Pash coaching at the weekend and uh Nottingham, I'm sure he's going to be there and he'll be running about Bunkers Bar like, like some sort of lunatic, but uh, I look forward to that. But, you know, Paddy, look, all season long, I said it in a number of those interviews, the cream rises to the top. We deserve this league this year. Cardiff Devils fans, will, you know, they'll say that the, the, that's them done for the season and it could well be after, you know, a crushing defeat against the Cobb Blaze on, on uh, Sunday, but, you know, it's going to be really tough to get them back up again for these playoffs this weekend and and uh, Sheffield Stairs. I went to see who Dave Simmons is actually supporting this weekend. <laughs> Joel, there was a, there's there was lots of emotion over the weekend. I say we'll come to Sunday. I want to I want to take Sunday on its own uh, after we hear the next batch of interviews. But when you look at how the weekend progressed, the amount of effort put in from the boys, because we heard 
uh, Adam Keefe say last week, you know, you need to score more than two goals to win a game. Over the course of those four games, we scored 25 goals. You know, it's some absolute thumpings in there as well. You, so you've got that elation that's coming, the early goals that are scored in the two home games that get the crowd pumping. And then you throw in what happened on Saturday with the retirement, the announcement of the number 19 being retired. I am still, uh, the word I've said most over the past few days is just speechless. And, and it's rare that I'm speechless, but uh, just the way this season has rolled to a finish, I cannot wrap my head around it. Uh, the thing that I guess was torturing me before Sunday was that, I mean, with my hand on my heart, you know what, you know, I, I, I caught me a bleed tail, love this club to death, but I can't be the only one that thought, boys we are in miracle territory here you know and um, it just doesn't go this well for people like me you know the, the universe doesn't give me this kind of thing um and and i guess uh the thing that i that i was, I was tortured about was that we were going to get to the end of this league championship after finishing so strong and being so good and so dominant we are such a good hockey team and you were staring down the barrel there of coming so agonizingly close to taking it all and then losing out little did we know come sunday I'm still completely without words, Patty. Honestly, I just I can't wrap my head around how it happened. But the Giants deserved every single second of it. And let's just nip one thing in the bud now. It's Tuesday night. It is time to stop thanking the Coventry Blaze for the Belfast here, Giants here. title win. The Coventry Blaze weren't the team that racked up 90-plus points. The Coventry Blaze weren't the team that hacked and battled, came back from the Continental Cup loss, got battered in Cardiff, regrouped, took Cardiff in that doubleheader at home and absolutely charged to a monumental finish you're looking right now i respect what came before me right the isl was an extremely high level competition i was quite young but for my money you're looking at the greatest belfast giants team of all time i i i in terms of the the success and the weight of the trophies that they've already clinched it's never been done before the challenge cup the number of games it takes to win it the league title especially with the level of competition the number of games it takes to win it and being a post away from a european title with one more still to play for get out of here the retirement, Davy, of the number 19, the, the SSE Arena getting to its feet with all those <coughs> banners that read 19, the, the, the reaction, the scared of sheds, the, the, the speech from, from Eric Porter, the, just the whole thing around that, the emotion around it was something else. Yeah, um, uh, that's the exact word, Paddy, emotion. That on the webcast, I cut the little bit of the, you know, after one minute into the game where the crowd gave him a stand of face and he's skated out and did a little salute to the crowd and the skate round afterwards and all that. It was just, as I wrote on our tweet, you know, we bring a tear to glass eye. It was just, it got you right in the, it was a real gut shot, you know, yeah. and it, it's, we've been very fortunate to have Shed's, um, you know, play for us for so many years, but, you know, if he could have written, I think I'm not sure whether Eric Porter said it or he, he said it another time, you know, if you wrote this as a film script, people wouldn't buy it, they wouldn't believe it. You know, for Shed's day and night's his retirement, off the back of a Challenge Cup win, to then pick up the conference, to then pick up the league, to then go into the playoffs in really, really good shape and then go off to World Championships with, you know, against Canada and the US and Germany and whoever else we're playing, you know. It really is the stuff of dreams. And for Eric to come out, I, I, I kind of guess we all, we, we didn't know what was going to happen. We hoped that, you know, 19 would be retired. And I, I guess what he's saying is no one else is going to wear 19, so somewhere down the line here there'd be a great event where, where Sheds will come back and, and have his own special night at the at the SSE. But what a tribute and all those 19s being held up and just the little nod, the boomerang corner stuff, that must have been tough for him. 
you know, to, to skate around there for what's not going to be his last time. He's obviously got another game coming up this weekend, but that was a, a real special tribute to him. And and uh, the, uh, a woman, man and child, they, they stood on their feet and clapped him and, and gave him a great ovation. And I know that it'll be something that he'll remember for a very, very long time. Obviously, mum and dad in the crowd. <laughs> My mum and dad were there, but his mum and dad obviously uh, in the crowd as well. And uh, just fantastic for him. Great servant. Says, you know, I was talking to Dave McCammond. He said that basically the Cool FM printer was an overdrive printer and some of those 19s that went around the arena. But you, know, you were calling the game with, with Mace at that moment. It was a very special moment and the speech at the end. It, it really was. And to be honest, Paddy, if you listen to the the, uh, the audio of it, we, we I, I stopped talking, which is difficult for me sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I stopped talking to let the... Uh, hopefully the audio came across properly from uh, Eric uh, Porter. I don't know. It did. You know, it's it's difficult sometimes to, to pick that up through the cameras. And and um, if you there's a wee bit before that when I was talking about kids, and to be honest, I, I genuinely had a lump in my throat. You know, I've been very lucky to to call a hell of a lot of his goals down the down the years. Um, he's been. We, we we talked about this last week. Uh, He's been the greatest Belfast giant ever. Yes, we've had amazing players. I still think that Jason Ruff, for me, for, for the four years that he was here, uh, was just absolutely sensational. But for the for what Sheds has done, the longevity, the points, the goals, for being an all-round top lad, um, you know, for for giving us the time on AVFTB and, and you know, I had him on the on the podcast last year, a couple sorry, on the webcast last year times as well and a couple of times this year when he was out hurt his records aren't going to be beaten it's just not going to happen he is and will be the greatest all time leading point scorer the Belfast Giants will ever have we'll cast our eye on Sunday's drama in a second let's go back to the lads at the Crown Plaza and hear first from Darcy Murphy um, it's uh, approaching 8 o'clock on Sunday evening um, and it's just been announced after a fantastic effort by the Coventry Blaze that the Belfast Giants are now elite league champions and I'm joined by so far 49 goal scorer Darcy Murphy congratulations mate league champion as well as the Challenge Cup champion and there's still another trophy up for grabs how are you feeling? Yeah I'm feeling uh, obviously it's a little weird weird but I'm feeling great I mean I really don't know how to explain it. Obviously, it's a odd scenario, but I'm a happy camper, and uh, I guess now there's only one other thing to do, and that's go win the playoffs and get the trouble. It's been you've talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. Never really. You go through all these different teams that you play for every single year. And I say Coventry. You say Blaze. Coventry. Blaze. Coventry. Blaze. Coventry. Blaze. Coventry. That was, that was an entree coming in from uh, from Lewis Hook and Mark Garside there. But we've talked about um, throughout Mr. the years. We'll get this interview done at some stage tonight. But we, we talk about when you go to a dressing room, there's, there's it's a great group of guys. And there's always, you know, somebody sticks out as being a pain in the ass. But this year it genuinely has been a fantastic group. And I honestly feel it is all thoroughly deserve this. I, I couldn't agree more with you, Kitch. Uh, obviously, everybody's a tight-knit group. You know, we all, we all go out together. We all hang out together, too. Like It's just it's just one of those teams that you don't get too often. And, uh, 
really not much more to say. You know, everybody's playing for each other, and obviously uh, we're playing for Kiefer too. You know, he does all the little things. He's a great coach and does all the video and all the hard work. But you have to look in the locker room, and we have so many great guys in that locker room that care for each other. And obviously, I think that I think that means a lot when you're trying to win a championship like we have. Obviously, that's the stuff that really matters. I think that's the longest you've talked in two years of knowing you, man. I'm a happy man. <laughs> well, listen, congratulations. It's absolutely outstanding effort. I'm going to go and see if I can grab Adam Keith now, but uh, congratulations, man. Have a good night. Are you going to the heart bar later on? Ah, uh, well, no, we, might, we might dabble over there for a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, joined by Robert Fitzpatrick, um, a very subdued Robert Fitzpatrick, considering the position we've only just found out that we won the Elite League, uh, and uh, thanks to all thanks to the Coventry players. But um, just watching these guys behind us, and and you know they've obviously got big smiles in their faces. As a as a chief and and uh, of of the group itself, you must be absolutely elated. I'm still I'm still in shock, Simon. It's 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 why we love sport. It's why it's why sport is so important. It's why it's why this club means. So much to so many people, and it's also why my speech has now been torn up. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear me later on? Uh, Eric Porter and I joined the, 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 the trio here. Eric, again, we're just talking about the, the, the team that Stephen and Adam Keefe have put on the ice this year. Three trophies have, have been up for grabs so far. Um, Four in the last season, two seasons, uh, as Adam behind the bench. He's been an inspiration. It's been absolutely fantastic. The motivation and the enthusiasm of the team, the commitment, it's been really fantastic. We've watched them week after week dig deep to get, a, get the last goal, to get a, a game over the line, and it just shows you how important all of those were, every last point tonight came down to the wire. And, you know, fantastic. The team have been amazing. I was sitting uh, doing my commentating last night, and, and all friends with myself at points but oh you have to bleep that out Paddy but uh, you know watching you two in the box beside me there was a wee bit of nerves going through there as well wasn't there one or two yeah uh, I think we were all uh, we're, we all want to have a go at your big yes you know and we were just sort of half hoping that at that stage it would have been easy and we could have both done your big yes together because that's what it's going to take the two of us to fill one of yours you know <laughs> well again look, we'll, we'll see if we can do a three way later on oh put the cable try and keep that for over your teeth but Eric again as, as a group um, it's just a phenomenal achievement so far uh, we, we've, it's a 60 game season it all comes down to the last game uh, I don't think anybody could have wrote that at the start of the year unbelievable for the way to finish tonight uh, with this awards night and to get the result is just amazing you couldn't invent that really if you put it in a movie they would say you made it up it's been fantastic and it just it's a long season a lot of games and the guys have really dug deep to play their hearts out right to the very end fantastic they deserve it all Jordan Smotherman, um, elite league champion, Challenge Cup champion, Earhart Trophy uh, Conference champion. Three in six weeks, isn't too bad, is it? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty pretty good start to my Giants career. Uh, couldn't be uh, couldn't be happier for these guys that worked all season for it. Uh, you know, I, I consider it a privilege to have been able to join a group like this and and be a part of the last twenty games. And uh, I met your mum tonight as well. You're going to have your mum to, to help you celebrate uh, another fantastic achievement for this group. Uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier that uh, that she's here. Unfortunately, my wife is uh, is back home in Canada. She she went back a little early, so she missed this. Uh, missing her for sure, but uh, I know my mom will definitely enjoy being here for a moment like this. Last night's game, um, you know, from a fan's perspective, it, 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 obviously going 3-1 up, and we're sitting thinking, yeah, this is going to be good. But, you know, them can think that Dundee getting two goals late in this first period, and then obviously getting into the second. It was the nerve setting in, or was it just a message, guys, let's calm down and get our own game going here? Uh, for me, you know, those are the hardest games to win, the ones that you need to win, situations like that. Uh, you look at tonight, Cardiff couldn't pull that one off. You know, 
know, it's, sorry to say that. It's 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 fun to be the uh, the spoiler, and I'm sure Dundee wanted to come in and end our season. Uh, anytime you're playing a team that's got a chance to win something, you don't want to do that against you. You have a good friend in Coventry as well. Did you have any conversations over the last couple of days? Uh, I've had a few, actually. We we, uh, we FaceTimed uh, about 15 minutes before he left to the rink, and he told me they were ready to go for us. So, Congratulations, mate. Enjoy tonight and tomorrow, but get back ready to go again on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. We'll come back. There's a, there's a few more interviews to do that, or, that have been taken that we'll come back to in a bit. But let's, let's focus now on the drama that was Sunday, that 3-1 win for the Coventry Blaze that, that allowed the Belfast Giants or made the Belfast Giants elite league champions. Um, says I'll, I'll start with you. you know, where were you? What were you doing? Were you, were you keeping an eye on it? Were you watching it? Were you, what, or were you just ignoring it? Uh, I... I ignored the first uh, first period. Um, I was getting bits and pieces done in the house and then getting ready. I had to pick Toff up at 6.45. Um, so I went over and picked him up. As soon as I got in the car, he's going, it's 2-1. Here's me. You're a d-. um, I didn't, didn't want to know anything about it. So anyway, we got to the end of the second period. We're driving over towards the Crown Plaza. Um, we get into the Crown Plaza. There, by the time we got there, it was, like, it was about five or six minutes gone in the third um, I didn't even I didn't even realise that they missed a penalty shot until um, until yesterday. Somebody I can't remember who it was was talking to me yesterday. He said, "What about company missed a penalty shot?" I says, "What are you talking about?" Didn't even know. So uh, got to the Crown Plaza. Um, as I said, about five minutes gone. We're sitting. Uh, I'm standing outside talking to Emma Brewster, one of the finance guards at the, from the arena. Um, and they know there's people you know such such minutes ago, and and there's only seven minutes left. And there's such an oh, I said, please just stop talking. Leave me alone. I'm not. I don't want to. Don't I, want to do anything. I can. I can sympathise with that. So I, I didn't even look at my phone. Wasn't checking it at all. Um, and then, as I say, there's there's dozens and hundreds, maybe hundreds of people walking past. Six minutes left. There's five minutes left. Um, and I get down to two and a half, and I just, oh God, I can't stand this anymore. So I went into the room and I started watching the last two and a half minutes. Thorts was sitting there. We all know Thorts is, you know horrendous watching hockey that's involving the Giants. This wasn't involving the Giants, but I've never seen him as nervous watching a hockey match. Robert Fitzpatrick strumping about in the back of the hall, uh, walking about there with his shoes off and his, his, walking about his bare feet. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we need Whitesides jumping up and down, covering his face, and, and then they get the third goal in the empty net. And the place just goes nuts. Outside, um, you know, normally the flash scores comes through before the webcast because the webcast is usually a 30-second delay, but the, the score wasn't coming through um, until after we seen the goal go in. So that was a bit of a, as I say, because you're sitting looking at your phone at that stage, um, we got the goal, 3-1 up. And even then, I'm sitting going, this isn't over yet. This just is not over yet. About 30 seconds later, sorry, sorry about 35 seconds, and we start hearing from outside and where everybody's congregating, uh, getting, you know, where they're basically being hold out, there's food and all being served out there. They start playing We Are the Champions with about 35 seconds to go. And I'm looking around me going, what? Get that off! Get it off! Um, and they all start singing outside as well. I said, there's not much loads of time left. And eventually the seconds ticked away. Coventry did it, and the place just went absolutely mental. Um, it was a fantastic. It was just brilliant to be there. Um you know, all the boys were just so excited, and and rightly so. You know, they've they've knocked their pan in this year. Yes, you know they've 
they've had the odd result when they, they hasn't went their way, and oh, they only have to look back ten days ago against uh, Manchester mm. um, and losing that game out. But the the most important thing for us this past weekend was we had to win two games to give ourselves a chance. We did that. Coventry didn't need to come out and play the game. Coventry could have put their back up in just the way Milton Keynes did the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our card of trunk the night before 9-1. Um, and you're sitting thinking, God, I mean, coming up, I was probably, and I don't really get nervous for games, but Saturday, Sunday afternoon at about 3.30, I'm sitting going, I really just need to see what Coley they're putting in. And then you can tell if they're going to go for it or not. And when I heard that it was going to be Hackett, and speaking to David about Hackett's performance on Saturday night against Manchester, I'm sitting going, got a chance here. We really have got a chance. Fair play to Danny Stewart, fair play to the company players, and fair play to Matt Hackett because, you know, Joe's touched on it there. We don't want to talk about them anymore. I do want to talk about them. We wouldn't have won won this league without them. That simple. We would not have won the league without them putting the effort in. It's very easy to roll over, leave a couple of guys out here, maybe carrying a few niggles uh, before the, because they've already qualified for the playoffs. One opportunity for them to stand up and be counted. And the best part of the night for me was the music at the end when the play. <laughs> That's the, that is a trolling of epic proportion. I, I, we've had some great, great trolling this season. Mega Vigman. Got the got you know he got the Coventry Blaze fans riled up, but that was an epic. You just had to see social media after the uh, after the game. The amount of Cardiff fans were apoplectic at that happening. I, I I'm a bit like you in the way that I was going about it. I just couldn't watch it. I couldn't have anything to do with it. I uh, personally, it was two one. Uh, it, it was you know, it's a two one game. We're playing great. <laughs> you know it's and. <clears throat> my phone was off. Well, not off. I'd switched off all the notifications. I'd switched off anything to do with it. But then that didn't stop me from going in and checking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to find something else to do. I'm, I'm playing in the garden w- with my daughter. I'm, I'm, but Joanna didn't realize. My wife didn't realize. She was like, what's what's the matter with you? And I explained. She went, ah. She went, well, why don't you just take yourself off and go and watch it on Twitter or watch it on I, went, I can't. I can't watch this because it's a two. It's a it's a two-one game. We're playing great, <laughs> it's a, and I can't. <coughs> I can't even start to believe. I can't have the belief because we we saw what the Cardiff Devils did to the to the Guildford Flames in the dying seconds of that game, and all they needed was a goal. That's all they needed. An overtime, taking it the overtime was one hundred percent enough. They would give them one more point than us, and it would have killed it. But they didn't get it. And I was in the kitchen, and it was 3-1, and I went absolutely ape. Started running around the house, running around the garden. It was fantastic. Joel, was your level of belief there? I have to just be honest and say no. Uh, It wasn't. It genuinely just wasn't. Uh, And it's because we had seen this script all year long. Uh, What what was the the Guildford game? Did they go like 4-0 up and still lost to the Devils? Uh, We were on our group chat, you know, and it was like, but don't don't allow yourself to believe this. You know what's going to happen. I ended up on Saturday night after the Giants game, after post-game, out enjoying the the finest of Belfast hospitality with with Patrick Smith himself. Uh, So... 
<laughs> I woke up Sunday morning with the hangover of my life. I mean, literally the worst hangover of my life. Uh, combine that with you the fact that you didn't have a two-year-old waking you up. <laughs> I had no phone. I was acutely aware of the game that was happening that day. I wasn't emotionally fit to follow it, genuinely. So I just started cleaning the flat with my nervous energy just to try and do something. Um, and it's not like I had a phone to follow it anyway. So then Danny tells me 1-0. I said, nope. Danny tells me 2-0. I said, nope. We know how this goes. We've seen it all year long. And then she said 2-1. I was like, yeah, yeah, this this is where it falls apart. Um, and then obviously the penalty shot, they hit the post. You're like, yeah, this is the script. They're just sticking right to the script. So by this point, we're in the car driving to the Crown Plaza. And I realized there's four minutes left in the game. I, whenever I realized that, I have honestly never felt trembling like it. I had actual tremors. My hands were shaking. The worst I've ever felt in my entire life. And then the time out. And we're sitting there uh, driving uh, up past Queens and towards the Crown Plaza. Um, they pull Bouncy, and she sat beside me just refreshing Twitter like a woman possessed. And then 3-1. And in one single moment, my hangover like left me like a demon. I just completely lost my f***ing reason. I drove the last mile and a half with my hand on the car horn just screaming. I nearly crashed at a roundabout to run into that hotel just like literally moments after the game ended and just start hugging people. Honestly, it was one of the most special moments I've experienced in all my years. I couldn't believe it then. I still can't believe it now. David, what were you up to? I, a bit like Joel, went OCD crazy on the cleaning. Just doing cleaning bathrooms, cleaning bedrooms, just doing everything. It's crazy what sport does do. With the, with the full intention of, you know, don't look at Twitter, don't look at Twitter, look at Twitter, don't look at it, don't look at it, look at it. You know, I went through this, this the same kind of feelings Joel went through, you know, the 1-0, yeah, so what? You know, the 2-0, it's all right, they'll come 2-1, oh, they get the equalizer, they'll take it the overtime, whatever. And then when three one, I text you and, and coach and say that's it, it's over. I, 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 the calm at the same time. But I'm with I'm with Joel with the, the sickness feeling. With like about ten minutes to go, I have a I have a watch. One of those doofy, you know, it's, it's heart rate no. It's an Apple Watch, but it's you know not my, a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal. My my rest and the heart rate usually around forty five, forty six, and I'm not joking you. My heart rate was about hundred and ten. <laughs> I, 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 I took a picture of it on my phone. I was close. To, I was close to death. My heart rate was as if I was out for a run, and I, I was doing nothing other than sitting on a bed, refreshing Twitter. And my heart rate was twice over twice what it normally is. That's the physical effect of the stress of that situation <laughs> and see when I then by that stage I had Ruby Lily in the bath and see when I, it went 3-1 I literally just ran out of the house left the kids in the bath <laughs> the kids still in the bath the kids still in the bath I just ran out into the screaming and I was just walking and then I phoned you and yeah. I was just walking round round just going yes and people walking their dogs and stuff through the park just looking at me going something not right with that fella like but you know so what <laughs> I'm a bit here and then I get a, and then I get a text from him phone me says and I phone him I, I actually walked into the hotel without the, I had the trophy sitting in the car I forgot to bring him in earlier because it was too much yeah, to get in the hotel you, you ran past me like I forgot the trophies <laughs> I had to run out get the trophies bring them in for Brooksy um, but, uh, what a moment like again it's 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 I, I thoroughly deserve. I sorry. I thoroughly believe you, you, you do, Simon. You thoroughly, thoroughly deserve, deserve it. it. <laughs> you thoroughly deserve it. Well, I've, I've, got a, 
I've got a story for you, boys, and I swear to God. Yes, here it is. I told, I told Joel to say on that, and this is this is the the honest truth. Like I had gone shopping, and uh, we could beat by Sheffield four one on the second of March. Jasmine uh, and I watched the game um, in the cinema. Uh, or sorry, no, in the, it was the cinema. Yeah. Crap, it was brutal, just ridiculous. Um, I said to Jazz and I said, Look, you know what, love? We'll go into town tomorrow, we'll get a five guys uh, burger and chip, and we'll, we'll take you a bit of shopping. So we did that. Did a bit of shopping myself. Um, went back home, got a few new undergarments and what have you. Um, back to the house, we were playing Manchester that afternoon. Um, we played Manchester at the arena, and I put my new undergarments on, got my jeans and top and all, and away we went, no problem at all. Briefs or boxers? Boxers, mate, boxers. Uh, so one you like this, but you probably want a pearlies when you get to get the rest of the story. So won the game, no problem. I came home, everything's fine. When I was playing and I won a game, I tried to remember exactly what I wore to the game the next week so I could wear the same thing and just kept it on a winning streak. I think you know where this is going. So that was fine, no problem. We played the following weekend at home, double header against Coventry. Um, I wore exactly the same thing. Everything. Socks, boots, or sorry, socks, trainers, jeans, polo shirt, boxer shorts, and went to the game. Come home that night because we beat Coventry. Two, I think it was 2-1, wasn't it? Or 4-1, 4-1, we scored two, those two, one, two, one, two one. netters. And uh, I come home. Jazz, I said, what are you doing? That I says, I'm putting everything in the washing machine. Love. Stuck everything in the washing machine. Woke up the next morning. We're playing them again on the Saturday night. Put everything back on again. Out we went, one again. I wore them every game, <laughs> apart apart from the Manchester game when I sat in the house with a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on to watch the Manchester lost five or with the beat by Manchester four two. I wore them in Guildford. I wore them every single game since then, and I wore them. I wore them on Sunday night. You know what? I was going through the for the for the bit of audio that we had earlier on the show. I was going through some of the webcasts just to get some of the audio, and I noticed you were wearing the same thing two days in a row. I was like, oh. every day. Can every I? Day. Can I? I'm not a, I'm not a trap. I did wash. I washed everything. I'm not a. Gel. I didn't turn them inside out like some of the people that go to limelight do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I clean them. I clean them every night. Nice. So I got to wash machine. Uh, and listen, I don't do ironing. I, I honestly don't. I got an ironing board, but I don't use it. I had to start using it because obviously I wouldn't walk out like a. So I wore. I, I had the you iron. Have stuff. to bleep that. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, don't worry about bleep it. But the funniest thing was on Sunday morning. I said to Jasmine after Saturday night, I forgot to lift the. Um, uh, I forgot to lift the stuff out of the washing machine. When I put the gear on um, on Sunday afternoon. Oh no! It was still damp, oh. and I still walked out of here like a complete right for the right, boys. Right, oh, down the to, boys. right down to the boxers. <laughs> the boxers were soaking me. Oh, you know, thought, <laughs> seriously, but I had I had to work. Paddy, and, can I go? Sorry, it says finish, finish. And it's my lucky boxers, mate. I need to summarize for Simon Kitchen here. You know, there's a lot of tweets on the internet saying that the Coventry Blaze won us the Elite League title, and I need you all to stop right now and recognize the true yeah. difference maker in the 2018-19 Elite League title, Simon Kitchen's rally pants. Over. And the other thing about it, it's the same as Kiefer. Kiefer wore the same socks. Yes! Hashtag rally pants. He did. Hashtag boxer shorts. Rally pants. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> I've got a few other questions. I'm actually going to come back to them. We've got loads to talk about. 
Uh, and of course, we'll be joined by the uh, the now three-time Elite League champion, head coach Adam Keith, who'll be taking your fan agenda questions. But let's get the last of the interviews from the Crown Plaza, starting with a belter from uh, Blair Riley. Blair Riley, uh, captain of the Elite League champions 2019. Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I haven't got sick of hearing it yet. I mean, it, it's still early, early in the night. Uh, a lot of fun to be had. Uh, what a moment, like... Uh, unusual way to win a trophy obviously um, the run up's been been crazy really since I don't know even before Christmas really it's been neck and neck with, with us in Cardiff and um, a lot of twists and turns down and out at times um, probably you know probably looked pretty bleak to to most people on the outside even up until last week really and that's the thing you never know until it's till it's all said and done. You, you, uh, you know, you never count the chickens, right? Blair, uh, the week after the Continental Cup loss, which was devastating for the fan base, we went into Cardiff and, and we went over two. Uh, that to many was was a devastating blow, and a lot of people, I think, maybe you as we were talking about before, wrote off the, the league uh, chances there. What was the turning point after that? When did you boys think, "Yep, I think we've got a shot here"? Um, it's hard to pinpoint exactly when that really turned around but that you know that specifically sticks out as as being the lowest point just because we'd been riding such a high through november and we got through that road trip um you know we we felt like we had such a capable team you know and to have some of those defeats really at the most crucial times you know it can go one of two ways Uh, i've said this before in some interviews i've done um it can either galvanize a team or it can crush you and you know the group we had obviously there's tons of resolve in that in that locker room and that's how you end up being champions that's how we we won the challenge cup um you know that's how we we stuck around all year and um won a lot of hockey games played a lot of three and threes under tough circumstances and you know that's that's the end result we we wanted to get down to a point where uh, the pressure was on cardiff to have to win a game and you know in the end no balls There it is. Late buttons on overtime this week. And in that third period, it was it was a two one game. It was it was a two one hockey game. It was a two one game. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> and it ends up three one. And <laughs> what a you know what a what a time to have the awards banquet and you know basically the the time that the whole team arrived and the fans as well. It was. I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes left in the game, and you could just see everyone sitting on their phones, refreshing, refreshing. Um, you know, some guys didn't have service; they, you know, they kept asking. And you know, if you looked at someone and, and saw, uh, you know, a, a head shake or a nod, you you didn't want to guess what happened. And um, it wasn't until, I, you know, what I never even saw the score, and we started celebrating. I, I said, you know what, we better check and make sure because we're gonna look like. Some damn fools. They, they started playing We Are the Champions before the final whistle went off. Yeah. Okay, they were 3 1 up, but in fairness to the Cardiff Devils, they've been 2 3 down this year, got into the last 2 3 minutes, and they've come back, and I and, uh, thought that was a bit stupid, to be honest. Well, speaking of stupid, I mean, Simsy tweeted out two weeks ago, uh, you know, congrats to Todd Kelman and Cardiff for winning the triple. Um, it's a shame, you know, when you're basically just fighting to get into the playoffs to to be rooting for other teams to win championships. And 
that's what you get. You end up with with egg on, on your face, and uh, I'll be enjoying social media with that because Simsy's got the biggest mouth in the league, and, and that's what you get. And just to clarify, the Sheffield Steelers now play the Cardiff Devils um, in the quarterfinals. That's going to be a big task, but upcoming for the Belfast Giants next week's the team that won the Belfast Giants the league as a company players. We've had, you know, you've had the better off them all season, but it's, it's certainly not going to be easy against Danny Stewart's team. You know, they'll be on a high after uh, picking up two wins in the last this weekend. Yeah, that's kind of the dangerous part about you know playing a team that that comes in and and has a, a big win really i mean that that's really the only thing they had to play for today they, they had their position locked in it was really they were going to play us or cardiff and and really they wanted to probably feel as good as they could about their team going into playoffs and fair play to them they they could have they could have rested their starting goalie they, they could have done any number of things um that shows a lot of pride in the team that that that's a scary team to me a team that you know, it, it wants to win every single night, so that's the team we're facing, and, and that's something that, as as we get into the week and we start to get our preparations, that's that's something we need to focus on because, you know, they had some tough games coming in just to get into the playoffs, and um, those are scary teams. So, you know, we, we know they got a capable goaltender. They got one of the top scorers in the league in Lake. They they got some good players, and you know, it really wasn't that big of a surprise that they won today because they're a quality team. Blair, uh, you're a long way from done, uh, but you have had a storied career. You've had a long career. Uh, you've been in the IHL. Uh, you've had some great moments. Where does this one rank among the best moments of your career? I wouldn't say a storied career. That's that's the hype machine, Joel O'Neill, bumping up a career that is uh, fully inflated, but. Um, yeah, I've I've had some special moments, but I'll be honest, I've been on the wrong side of, of yeah, a lot of losses. Like, for sure. And you know, if if you ask my parents, they would probably they were probably starting to think their son's a loser up until last year. Um, you know, up until you came to Belfast, then. Yeah, like your I'm. Called you a loser? No, I said they're probably starting to think that I was a loser. They they would never tell me that. They were still saying the right things, but I I could see you know where the narrative was going and it was yeah. towards me being a loser and uh, and how many uh, and now how many siblings do you have sir i have an older brother and he will now call me champion oh it's, that's unreal that's what you want we've got a new uh, guy who's on the <laughs> on the panel here at avftb darcy murphy have another question for the champion over here Bengals, let's go let's go get in here well, we, we saw we saw Murph on the mic there. He clammed up a little bit. You could see the sweat stains. <laughs> yeah, I gave Murph a tough question. He said, "How do you like playing in Belfast?" He goes, "How do you like playing in Belfast?" He goes, "I uh, I, I got that. There's team. There's." <laughs> Oh, oh, we're, still, we're, we're back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> and Just, Murphy Kitch in a match play. Not yet, that's, that's to come. I'm in. We'll but get that sort of. I will end by saying this. Murph scored 50 goals this year. 49, man. No, no. no. I was given credit for a goal that Murph 100% scored in the Continental Cup. I got 50. And, and you can check the tape. It's never been disputed by me. But we couldn't change it after the games because double IHF rules. Whatever's awarded is given. Go back to the tape. He scored it. Um, 
No, and, and the thing is, I would never take credit for a goal I didn't score. Yeah, you would. Even you though, like it was your goal. Even though, <laughs> even though Murph had me wide open for an empty net, not three weeks later, and he didn't pass to me, he shot it up into the netting, and it ended up not being a goal. That's neither here nor there. Murph scored 50 tucks this year. I'd love, to, I'd love to chirp Blair Riley, but he's my captain. Amen. Yeah. Wrap it up there. That's it. Blair, Blair That's, it. That's all. His position is coming. <laughs> Steve, uh, I like the champ in 2018-19 and a, a game that you couldn't do anything about. And sitting watching the last few minutes of that game against Covent, or Coventry and Cardiff, it, uh, I think that's the most nervous I've ever seen you. Yeah, and I'm not a good spectator to begin with. Like a similar feeling for overtime of the Continental Cup, uh, but that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good moment. I think there's a lot of people here that are going to remember that for a long, long time. I would say they'll probably forget it in the morning. You might. <laughs> there's a strong chance. Listen, I mean, it's been a phenomenal season so far. Challenge Cup champions. We've won their heart conference, uh, picking up the Elite League title in, in, in the fashion that we did tonight. The Coventry Blaze could have, you know, they, they qualified for the playoffs last night. They have nothing to play for, but. They showed up tonight. They put in a professional performance. Um, and I'm sure you must be absolutely delighted. And maybe Santa Mike Cowley and Andy Bucks in a text. Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, it's not a great feeling watching somebody celebrate on your home ice. And we, we, we had that last year. So they should be they should be really proud of the fact that they've recruited a lot of players that are high character. Because they were going down blocking a lot of shots. They played they played to win that game. Uh, and it's, it was an easy one just to let go and get ready for the playoffs. So uh, we tip our hats to Coventry. That's for absolute sure. Well, we've got David McCallum in the background with a microphone. So what we'll do is we'll cut that short and we'll come back later on. Jason Tath Allery, um, ever won a championship on a bar before? Yes, this is my third time. We hat trick, hat trick, hat trick win the bar. I've never won, I've never won the league title on the ice in Belfast. Listen, I tell you, mate, this is just an, an unbelievable event here at the at the Ramada. It's not even the Ramada anymore; it's the Crown Plaza. But we'll just we'll we'll not add that out anyway. But you know. Coming in here, we drove down the car, we're watching the, the flash doors coming through, not much happening. Um, Coventry Blaze have done us a massive favour, you were talking to Andy Buxton during the week? Yeah, you know, I, Andy, I spoke to Andy on Wednesday night and I said, do us a favour, will you? Do us a favour on Sunday, he said, we'll try, we'll try, and then after the game we beat him convincingly and he turned around and he went, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle, it's going to be a battle for this one, he said. I said, look, just beat him on Sunday for us and... Uh, Andy, Andy actually texted me this morning and said, uh, are you nervous? I said, Andy, I said, I've been here before, mate. I've been here before. And I said, you just got to go, you know, with your gut feeling. And I said, look, I said, I'm, I've lost, I've won, I've been there, you know, so I'm just, I'm just writing this one out. And uh, he said, 110% today, we're going for it. We're going for it tonight. And I said, if you do, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll be over the moon, over the moon. And uh, after the game, he texts me and goes, "I told you so." You know, um, Andy's a great friend of mine. He's a you know great teammate. You know, he's awesome for the national team, and I have a lot of respect for Andy Buxton. And uh, I'm big thank you to the Coventry Blades. You know, Smalls, he with GB and Nicky Sherlock. You it's going to cost you a few bit in TK Maxx, probably. Yeah, TK Maxx uh, vouchers uh, <laughs> on the weekend. Smalls, he's retiring, so. All the best to him, but I'll get him a, a TK Maxx voucher on the weekend so he can spend it while he's over, so it'll be his last time. You know, you, you've come in here, you obviously, you're going to spend it with the boys tonight. I don't think there's going to be a, a too many early taxis leaving the the, uh, the area this evening. And, and having 
these guys win this title. I mean, again, we chatted about it on the way down the road. It's just a phenomenal effort so far this season. There's still an hard trophy up for grabs. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, we was we were on the balcony earlier. We we're going, oh, we're going for the trip. We're going for the trip. I said, hang on, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going for four trophies here. We're going for the quadruple. We're going for the slam. I said, uh, it's only one team that's done that, and that's Nottingham. You know, and Cardiff have come close to it, but this team could do it. This team could do it, and I, you know. Tonight's going to be a great night. We're going to have, a, you know, uh, a few beers, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've worked with some great players in my time. Jason Ruff, you know, all them guys. Right through my career, this year has been a, cre- a credit to every guy in this team. The best team I've ever worked with. You know, Adam and Steve put a team together this year, which was second to none. You know, on and off, on and off the ice, awesome bunch of guys. Coming down to the last game, you're not involved. Going through all those emotions, obviously. I mean, even last night, the game against Dundee last night. Yeah. You know, back and forth, three-one up, they put it back to three-three. Four-three up, they put it back to four-four. And you know, an important third period. And and you know, it just as I say, these teams in this league this year has been the toughest in the elite league era. Oh, for sure, for sure. Their competition, right? You know, even 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 Milton Keynes have pushed teams this year. You know, you know, and they've had a tough, they've had a really tough year. And it's a shame they're going to be out of the league. But you know, we're going back to ten next year. But um, but um, you know you you just look at the points from about I think it's about from fourth down I think it's it's very very tight right down to eighth place for the playoffs and you know the caliber the caliber of players coming through and the recruiting is really really good you know so but uh, yeah we got one big week well two big weekends coming up now and hopefully we can do it you've had to probably obviously being from Cardiff you've had to take a bit of flack over the last couple of years with the Cardiff Devils winning championships left right and centre um, you making any texts tonight any phone calls back to your homeland there's been a few there's been a few I haven't even looked at Twitter tonight I'm just uh, I just I'll do that tomorrow I'll do that tomorrow just to remind them you know but I bleed to you mate snap, snap me in half I'm like a Blackpool Rock Belfast Giants through and through there's another gentleman who's just joined the party here Jonathan Boxall uh, you know coming ginger in Jesus. ginger Jesus all over it mate listen I'm going for a beer mate see you later you fill your boots Tav I'll join you in a minute yeah um, elite league champion challenge cup champion um, you've already chatted about um, coming in at the start of the season seeing that banner up um, and when you missed last year in Belfast it's uh, three trophies in the bag already must feel good uh, it's unbelievable um, to, to win the elite league, especially where the league is now, and to win it with this group. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it a hundred times tonight. Um, this is a special group, and uh, you know I, it'd be, it'd be an, it's an honour and a privilege to, to win a trophy with this organisation and to win the league, which is so important. To you know, see in all seriousness, you see how much it means to everybody, um, players, fans, sponsors, whoever it is. Um, but to win, to win to win the league is 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 unbelievable. Um, I came in, you know, started my career in Nottingham after they won the won the Grand Slam, and you know you see all these teams. Ginger, every, Jesus! <laughs> you see every year the teams winning the league, and um, you know it's my first year winning it, and to to, to, to do so, it means a lot. So um, to to be to be able to win it with this organisation is. It's undescribable. So to win it this tonight, and um, we're going to be able to enjoy it and to win it the way we did, you know, it speaks for itself. It's all about the team accolades. Uh, you picked up a personal uh, accolade tonight, the President's Trophy. Um, Jim Gillespie uh, in his uh, honour itself, and, and that must mean something to yourself as well. 
yeah, um, this this organisation from the top down, um, whether it be you know what we do in the community or what we do with um, you know certain fans or with charities or etc. Um, to, to win this is a, is a, is a serious honour because the the bar of where it's been set from previous guys is is very very high. Um, so to win that is a, is a huge honour for myself and um, to win to win that and win it win the league championship in one night. It's indescribable, so it means a lot to me, and uh, I'm very, very, very privileged that you know Steve Thornton and Adam Keefe decided to, you know, to bring me back and to win a trophy with this group is very, very special. And to win the league, you know, winning the Challenge Cup was very special, but to win the league is, uh, you know, Robert made a very good point. He said, you know, win the league, you're going to be remembered. If you win, sorry, to win the Challenge Cup, you're going to be remembered. If you win the league. You know, it's it's you're never going to be forgotten. So to win the league with this group is it, it's a real, real honour. Elite league champion sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> it's um, you know, I feel a, <laughs> I feel a bit like Dustin John right now, but it is actually very emotional. Um, I think a couple of guys when the dust settles and they realise what we've done and to win it the way we did is um, is a very, very, very special feeling. And to uh, to do it with this group is is. It's indescribable. Some awesome interviews there, and that's where we're going to leave it for part one of this very special championship podcast. Join us tomorrow for part two, when we'll be speaking to Adam Keefe, and he'll be answering your fan agenda questions. We'll also be chatting with Danny Stewart and making our predictions for the final four. So, see you tomorrow. Podcast Network.